Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can get better job search results by playing to your strengths. And a better title for this might have been, here's how you can get better job search results by bucking conventional wisdom and by ignoring what society tells you to do if it's not working for you. And instead, going and finding ways to showcase your value and get the visibility you deserve on your own terms by playing to your own strengths. Now, naturally, that title wouldn't have been as sexy for a podcast episode, but that's basically what we're talking about here. And this took me a really, really long time to learn. But when I did learn it, everything changed. So when I started in my job search, I was taught the exact same stuff that many of you were, because when we first learn about the job search, whether it's in high school or college or after you graduate, depending on your timeline there, we are basically all taught the same system. And that is, here's a resume template. You go fill this out. You do it to the best of your ability. You maybe drop a cover letter and then you go hit the job boards and you see how many companies have posted jobs in the last week or the last day and you just start applying and then you rinse and repeat and you kind of cross your fingers hoping that a company will be able to see the value that you bring to the table in this weird document that's an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper using language that we never use anywhere else. And that's crazy for so many reasons. I mean, the biggest being that we assume this very, very simplistic system is going to be equally effective across quite literally hundreds of millions of people who are out there in the professional world who are job searching it at different points in their career and coming from different backgrounds, from different cultures, from different countries, from different skill sets, from different personalities. It is absolute insanity. And then the fact that we force all those people to try to showcase their value on this eight and a half by 11 black and white sheet of paper using this language that we never ever use anywhere else. The whole thing is pure insanity. And that's why we're not getting results from our online applications. That's why this traditional process is so hard. But what makes it even harder is that nobody offers an alternative. So when we struggle with this, when we submit dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands of online applications and we don't hear back, we don't know where else to turn. And so everybody pushes us right back into the system of, well, you know, maybe you need a better resume or maybe you need to apply to even more places or maybe you're just focused on the wrong thing. Maybe you need to find a different path. And all of that is just really, really terrible advice for so many reasons. It's no surprise that after a period of time, all of us just want to bash our head through the wall and jump out a window rather than continue job searching. And for me, I eventually got fed up with that process. And I started to think about what was really going on here. I mean, I wasn't getting results, but the main reason was I didn't feel like any aspect of that process played to my strengths. My strengths were getting out there and talking to people one-on-one, being able to sell my value in a face-to-face conversation. My strengths were finding creative solutions to problems even my own job search problems. And one of my strengths, which is a pretty universal strength, was being able to communicate in ways that I felt really comfortable with. So for me, I actually had a much easier time building relationships in a virtual environment, one-on-one building a little bit of a rapport before having a coffee chat rather than jumping right into a coffee chat with a stranger. So since this traditional process wasn't working for me and I had invested so much into it, I had a critical mass of volume, like literally hundreds and hundreds of applications with no results. I decided to basically just ignore all of the conventional wisdom and everything that 
quote, society told me to do in the job search. And I, I decided to just start approaching this my own way, doing things that made sense to me. So resumes, they didn't make a lot of sense to me because I didn't see a way for my non-traditional background to be translated effectively through this weird document and weird language. So instead of doing that, instead of sending a resume, I started creating those value validation project pitch decks where I would basically know that I had a networking conversation coming up or I had previously had a networking conversation and I would sit down, I would research this company, I would identify a big challenge or, or a big initiative or just find some opportunities and I would put it in this five to seven slide PowerPoint deck and I would send it back to the person and say, hey, here's what I can bring to the table. And yes, here's a link to my resume, but this is really you know, what's important to this role. This is really what you all care about. And this is what I can bring to the table. And quite literally 90% of the people I sent that to and 90% of the interview process that I went on where I led to with a value validation project where I brought that to the table, that is what the conversation focused on. It wasn't on my resume. It wasn't on my non-traditional background. It was on this thing that I created using my own design, my own language, focusing on the message that I wanted to drive. So that's just one example here. But on top of that, I, I alluded to another one, which is that networking side of things. Traditionally, when we're told we need to network, a lot of people feel like this means they need to go meet a stranger for an hour long coffee or that they need to go to a meetup with a bunch of other people and shake hands and ask everybody, hey, what do you do? This is what I do and hope that, you know, your, your hiring manager from your dream job is there, which, you know, spoiler alert, they, they never, ever are. And that's terrifying. Like all of those things, to me at least, are, are super anxiety inducing. I, I don't want to meet a, a brand new person that I've never met with before and, and want something from in terms of a referral for an hour long coffee trying to drive that conversation. That sounds horrible. And going to a meetup with all of these strangers who are all kind of looking for the same thing, also super anxiety inducing for me. So instead, what I started doing was saying no to all of that stuff, even though I would get emails from my alumni association saying, hey, come to this mixer, you know, at this is at this bar in Charlotte. Or, you know, I would get this this event from my friend saying, hey, I think there'll be a bunch of people here, you know, we can network with. I would say no to all that stuff. And instead, I got online and I tried to use the internet to understand who was worth connecting with. So I looked for folks who had similar interests, who were reading similar books, who had similar hobbies, who were posting about topics that I was interested in, so on and so forth. And then I would try to reach out to those people digitally. I would comment on a post or I would send them a DM and we would get the conversation started there so that when we eventually made it to the Zoom call or the coffee chat or whatever it was, that person and I had a pre-existing relationship. And that conversation was so much less scary because we had that pre-existing relationship. But nobody was telling me to do that. Nobody told me to go out and comment on somebody's posts for a couple of weeks before asking for that conversation. That just wasn't advice that was being shared, but that's what played to my strengths. So those are just two personal examples for me. And I'd encourage you to think about what your strengths are. And I'd also encourage you to think about where the job search is falling short and not aligning with those strengths. And then what I would look for are different ways that you can leverage the strengths that you have to get the same outcome that you're looking for. So if the outcome is building a relationship with somebody that turns into a referral, if reaching out and setting up one-on-one -on -one coffee chats isn't for you, what other ways are there to get to that eventual goal, to get to that end result? And if you want better results from your online application, but your resume just isn't doing it despite reading all these blog posts about updating your resume, despite maybe even hiring a, a resume writer to help you, well, what else can you do? What can you submit alongside your resume? What 
unconventional things can you change about your resume that you haven't tried before that also play to your strengths? Can you change up the language that you use? Can you add in a, a section at the top that just explains in plain English who you are, what you bring to the table, and what you're looking for? Now, I'm not saying that these things are going to work immediately for you or everybody listening, but what I'm encouraging you to do is to take a step back and say, Where is this falling short for me? What is missing from this that I feel needs to be in here in order to clarify my value? And if I'm not getting results from the traditional process, what do I have to lose by trying that? What if I test that out over the next 10, 20, 30 applications that I put out there? What if I test this out over the next 10, 20, 30 people I wanna build relationships with? I track the data and then I see, is this helping me? Is this hurting me? Or is this just keeping things the same? And then based on that data, you can rinse and repeat. You can double down on what's working. You can exclude what's not. And over time, you're just gonna refine your process. But the point of this is that there is no one single way to job search. And more importantly, there isn't one right way to job search for everybody out there. The job search strategy that's going to work best for you is going to be unique to you and your personality and your strengths. So the best thing that you can do is rather than going out there and reading all these articles and listening to a million other people tell you what you should be doing, you should take all that advice and keep it in your toolbox. But then you should sit down and say, which of these resonates with me? What do I feel like in this toolbox plays to my strengths? And if something is close but isn't quite there yet, how can I modify it so it does play to my strengths? And if you do these things, I promise you, one, the job search is going to get a heck of a lot easier. It may even borderline on fun at some times when you see the power of getting results from betting on yourself. And through those things, you're simply going to get better results from this job search. You're going to create more relationships. You're going to land more interviews and you're eventually going to go on to land more job offers. So I hope that gives you a little bit of permission and maybe some liberation from this crazy system that we're all taught. And I hope that allows you to get more creative and to bet on yourself because that's truly where you're going to start to see the magic happen. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 